0: Welcome to Interwork with Marianne Walker, certified life coach for the helpers, healers, and anyone who wants to up-level their life. Life is what you make it, and here, we make life pretty great. Come on in. It's the most manual time of the year. (laughs) Yes, we are going to be talking about manuals again. And of course, yes, this is also a time of magic and love and beauty, and it's a beautiful, magical time of year. Uh, But also it tends to be a time of year that we carry around the most manuals. It was kind of interesting when I asked on Instagram and Facebook about what uh, was coming up for you around the holidays so I could You know create a a supportive podcast episode for today um what showed up in my inbox was a whole bunch of manuals and so that was pretty interesting to see Uh, so if you need a refresher on manuals i encourage you to go back and listen to episodes five and six there's one dedicated exclusively to manuals and then um, another one on manuals and boundaries. uh, So I encourage you to go back and listen. Uh, But yeah, so today we're going to be talking about our holiday manuals and how they might be showing up for us and how that may be putting a damper on um, us experiencing the full holiday spirit. So some of the things that were showing up uh, manual wise in my inbox were things like this. Well, they should be the ones hosting this year. This person should be invited to the party. This person should not have been invited to the party. (laughs) Um, They should just know how to help out. Like, this is a lot of work. They should be catering to my family's dietary needs. Don't they know? Thanksgiving dinner should be served at a very specific time. Well, I should be spending this much on gifts for my friends and family, even if it breaks the bank. My family and friends should be spending this much on me, even if it breaks the bank, to show that they love me. Uh, When my friends and family open up my gifts, and the list here goes on and and on and on, so I want you to think for a moment. What does your personal holiday manual say? What is written in there? And are you setting yourself up for a happy holiday or a miserable one? Because your thoughts will create your emotions, and your emotions will lead to certain actions, and then it's those actions that are going to determine the result of what kind of holiday you're going to have. Uh, So let me say something quick that just might blow your mind and challenge your thinking. But guess what? There is not a manual found anywhere on the planet that says exactly what the holidays should look like. They can look like whatever you want them to look like. (laughs) So here are some holiday helps to help you navigate these holiday manuals. First, be an active creator of what it is that you would like to create for the holidays. Take a moment to tune in and ask yourself, what is it that you want to create this year? And be open to the possibility that, you know, your needs this year may be very different from your needs of last year. So, for example, maybe this year is your first year without a loved one. So what would you like for it to look like? Would it be comforting to do all of the same old traditions? Or would you prefer to do something out of the ordinary? Or maybe would starting a new tradition feel more supportive? Or maybe you're in a new relationship and you're working to blend traditions and expectations. So proactively have a conversation about that. Like what are each of your non-negotiables around the holidays and how can you create something very intentionally that is mutually supportive? I know that for my husband, the thing that he really just needs to have every single year that I'm more than happy to accommodate is cranberry fluff. (laughs) So maybe something as simple as a certain recipe or maybe it's a certain game or activity. Um, I know a lot of people have different ideals around what Christmas Eve versus Christmas Day should look like. Uh, So just proactively have those conversations uh, rather than just assuming that everybody celebrates the same way that you do. Are you wanting to have a holiday with, with just your family? Are you wanting to have a friends giving? Are you wanting to have a peaceful day alone? Like there are no wrong answers here. Just be really honest with yourself about what it is that you want to create and then be proactive about creating that for yourself. Now, this also means letting go of your manuals as you notice them coming up, because anytime you change something up, you're going to notice when you observe your thoughts and feelings, what's coming up for you. And that's going to be revealing your manuals. So, uh, make sure that you're conscious about your manuals, both around how you believe that you are supposed to be showing up over the holidays and also around how you think other people are supposed to be showing up and just work to let go of assumptions, you know, let it go. And and also notice if you have any, any shame coming up for you, sometimes then we, we tell ourselves the story, but you know, but I should be showing up in this way. I, I should be doing this even though I don't want to. Um, and so really challenge your thinking, you know, there's nothing wrong with um, sometimes we do do things that we don't really want to do because we really like our reason for doing it. You know, so we might not really want to go to this event, but we really want to be there to love and support our, our friend or family member. And that's a beautiful reason to go. So just be a loving, non-judge- non-judgmental observer of yourself and, uh, And just notice what are your reasons for doing things. And also remember that just because you've always done something in one way, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to continue it. And mixing it up can actually be quite fun. Uh, The important thing is to just identify what it is that you are wanting and then being proactive about creating it. I know that for me, there are years that I have thoroughly enjoyed all of the festivities. Like I confess, I am that person who has been known to set up their Christmas tree the day after Halloween. (laughs) It has changed since I got a cat, but I have been known to be that person. But yep, I've loved the twinkling lights. I love the music. I love the holiday parties, the concerts, um, just all the festivities. I think it's a really magical time of year. And also there have been years where I've maybe just enjoyed those things in moderation and knew that I needed to cut back a little bit and that's okay. So as a recovering people pleaser, it kind of took some time for me to let go of these expectations around myself and of others. And so for example, um, and when I had multiple kids in grade school, that meant having multiple classroom parties for multiple holidays <laughs> and multiple choir concerts and multiple manuals for myself around what was expected of me and around my teachers and around the kids and all of these things. Um, and And because in my mind, I had the manual that to be a good mom and to be a good friend and to be a good human, I needed to attend every single Christmas concert, not only for my own children, but for um, my nephew, for my friends, kids, for everybody, which some years I really did enjoy. And other years I just was so tired. I admit it. (laughs) Um, And I also knew that I was expected to attend every class party, um, every church and community event. And and also expected to to host a little get-together for the kids. And I was expected, and these are all things that I was expecting of myself, right? Like nobody is telling me, hey, Marianne, aren't you going to go do this thing? But I also knew that it was expected of me that I not only send out a a Christmas card with a family photo, but that I needed to take the time to detail out the highlights of each member of our family, um, everything that had happened to them that year, and give everyone an update. And, and many years, I did all of those things. And for many, many years, I really enjoyed them. Um and, and lots of those things I do still enjoy doing. But I also noticed that some years then um, I was showing up to events with a smile on my face, but inside I wasn't really feeling very merry and bright. You know, instead I was feeling kind of overbooked and overlooked because none of these activities were actually fulfilling my need at that current time, right? Because we all have different times and seasons where certain things just feel more supportive. Um, and so I was doing a great job at showing up for other people, but I wasn't creating space where my own needs could be met. Um, and that that's a, a thing that's just important to know about self right that that we're better able to show up to all of these events to love and support our people when we create that space to love and support ourselves because it is really a great thing to do to show up and in love and support for other people as long as you're checking in with your head and heart and doing it from a place of love and you like your reason for being there like i said like ask yourself what is my reason for being there and if you like your reason go and show up and that will help you to have a a heart of peace um because if you if duty and obligation is setting in then resentment is pretty quick to follow and one thing that i do know is that nobody wants to be resented especially around the holidays Uh, So if you're in a similar place and you're kind of struggling to let go of the manuals and you can see that resentment is starting to sneak in and you don't want that to be a part of your holidays, uh, message me and let's do some coaching around that and rework those thoughts so that you can create a more uh, peaceful headspace to set the tone for what you would like your holiday to look like. Check in with your heart and be proactive about what it is that you want to create. So what is it that you really need right now and whether what you want and need right now is like. Action-packed or a really simplified holiday. Love yourself enough to give that as a gift to you. Uh, will some people be disappointed if you aren't showing up in the way that that they have come to expect? Maybe there's really no way to know. They may they may not. Uh, We don't really know, but what I do know is that other people's thoughts and feelings are none of our business, and we can't control other people's emotions anyway. We can only control our own emotions, so be proactive about not disappointing yourself. That's the only person you have control over is you, and make sure that whether you choose to participate or not participate, that you like your reasons um, for your choice, and that will help you to have that heart of peace and to have love as you move forward with that decision, because at this point, you're making a conscious decision to participate right you're not just being the victim of circumstance and having the pity party but that that kind of can help you to proactively choose into yeah this isn't my favorite thing but i want to show up in love and support and and that can really help uh, to soften that heart there Uh, so how can we be more creative about creating what we want first it really takes recognizing what it is that you actually want Uh, so ask yourself those questions you know are you feeling lonely this year and wanting to spend the holidays with somebody Uh, if so, like don't wait around just hoping to be invited and having that pity party for yourself, but be proactive about making it happen. Maybe consider hosting an event or inviting somebody over for a meal or an, or another activity or, or to go caroling. Uh, one thing that my sister really enjoys doing every year is she hosts carols and cocoa and music is something that is really, really important to her. And she knows that for her, she really wants to have beautiful music as a part of her holiday. And she intentionally seeks out and is very mindful of who she asks to participate because she she knows that that's all going to contribute to the feel of that space so she seeks out other music lovers and and has this little get together of of cocoa and carols where everybody that would like to perform is welcome to and because she puts so much love and thought and intention into it it really has become something that that everybody enjoys it's really beautiful thing um, I remember one year growing up then we decided to make copycat recipes for Christmas like traditionally then we would have a, you know a ham and cheesy potatoes and different things but this year my mom had a copycat recipe cookbook this was before the internet when everything was super accessible <laughs> I'm just that old <laughs> but she had this copycat cookbook recipe yeah that she got for Christmas one year or something and we so we each got to pick a recipe from it and and that was so much fun so there were five of us kids and we each got to pick a recipe that we wanted to make and and, you know, we have varying tastes and personalities. And so I can't remember everything that we had, but it seems like we had maybe like some of those cheddar rolls from Red Lobster and maybe some orange chicken from Panda Express and breadsticks from Olive Garden, like just this random <laughs> assortment of food. Uh, but it was so much fun to have, have space where each of us kids could individually pick something that we wanted to prepare. It guaranteed that every kid had something that they were going to be eating off their plate. <laughs> but that was a lot of fun and just it kind of a, a new thing that we occasionally do every now and then. E- even me with my family, that we occasionally do every now and then, because it was just such fun as a kid to to break tradition one year. Uh, so just remember that just because you've always done something, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to keep doing it. Um, I absolutely love getting Christmas cards from my family and friends. I love seeing their cute faces, and I love keeping them on my refrigerator for months because I just love their faces so much. <laughs> I love it, and also. Some years I do send out Christmas cards with pictures of my own and some years I don't. And I have decided that for me, If I'm feeling too frazzled to send cards, then that does not mean that I, it doesn't mean I'm not responsible. It doesn't mean I'm not doing a good job at Christmas. And it doesn't mean that I love my people any less. It just means that I'm a human who made a choice this year to not send out cards. And in fact, I know that my people love me enough that they wouldn't want me to be sending out cards if they knew it was going to be uh, pushing me over the edge anyway. They, They love me whether they get a Christmas card or not. So it will be fine. If you're feeling too frazzled or money is too tight or you just don't want to, it's going to be okay. Uh, don't break the bank or your mental health just to meet other people's expectations because they may or may not have that expectation of you anyway, right? So put the manual down <laughs> and don't put all that pressure on yourself just because it's something that you've always done. Because again, you know, as we've talked about multiple times on this podcast, you can't control how other people Think and feel and respond anyway. You can only control you. So you choose what works for you and feel good about your reason and and that will help you have more peaceful holiday. So from reading your comments and messages, it seems like one other thing that many of you are struggling with currently is that you have had enough experience with these get togethers that you know exactly what's going to happen at these events. You know who's going to get a little bit too loud and a little bit too obnoxious. Uh, You know who's going to be asking the most inappropriate question at the most inappropriate time. Uh, You know exactly who's going to be causing a scene or maybe taking advantage of someone or whatever the case may be. Like you've had enough experience that you feel like you just know. Uh, So here is my advice on that. Let's just assume for a minute that you're right. Let's just assume that it's going to be the same as it was the year before. And maybe they do show up in exactly the way that you fear that they're going to. And if so, remember, we cannot change them, but we can change our response to them. So, you know, I know that for me, I I sometimes notice that when I'm going out to visit family, it's really easy for me to slide into uh, my childhood role. And that's not a bad thing. Except for when it is. (laughs) So even now when we're driving out to visit family, I'll kind of self-coach myself a little bit and remind myself that, hey, I'm a grown-up now and I can act in grown-up ways. And for me, that means choosing to act rather than react emotionally. Uh, When I'm reacting emotionally, I'm acting out of emotional childhood. And when I am choosing to act and respond, that's me acting through emotional adulthood. So for example, I know that, you know, the odds are pretty high that somebody's going to ask me an uncomfortable question at some point during my visit, right? And so I can mentally prepare a response ahead of time. And I don't have to be mean about it or angry. I can just choose a different response because not only do I know from experience what they might be asking me, but I will also would know how I have traditionally responded and I can intentionally take the time to choose something different It um it is very empowering to recognize patterns because then you actually have the knowledge and the foresight to be able to plan ahead um, and that can help you to make sure that your response is coming from a place of emotional adulthood so in the past when emotional immature me was asked a question that I didn't know how to answer and maybe it was even one that was bringing up uh, me feeling judged or ashamed in some way, then I might get super awkward and super uncomfortable. And usually when I'm feeling that way, it turns into me trying to justify or defend myself. And and I, I just don't like how that feels. And I may even spend a significant number of hours of time, like after the fact, reliving that exchange, thinking about what I should have said instead, you know, maybe days later, I'd be like, oh, I finally have the perfect reply. Um, but I'm investing all of that mental time and energy into something that is really just a waste of time. It doesn't feel good. I would rather spend my time thinking loving thoughts and and supporting myself and others. Uh, And so planning ahead for these things can really help you to show up in more supportive ways. So now that I'm working to show up through the lens of emotional adulthood, I can proactively choose another response in advance. So instead of looking backwards and being like, I should have said this in the past, which I have no control over, I can proactively in this moment, choose how I'm going to respond in the future and be prepared for that. So some of the canned responses that I might use, you know, for some of the situations that you sent me for this episode, I I might say something like, that's not something I want to discuss at Thanksgiving dinner, period, end of story. It's just shut down. It's kind, it's clear. Um, Or you could even shorten it to, that's not something I want to discuss, the end Like you don't need to explain, you don't need to defend yourself, that's all. Or maybe you might say something like, I know that you parent differently at your house and I respect your parenting and also I feel confident with how I've chosen to parent my children, period. Or maybe I could say something like, hey, I appreciate your interest in me and my family, but that's a private matter. Um, So proactively having a few canned responses prepared ahead of time can make a world of difference in how you end up feeling at these get togethers. So there may be some other situations where you just need to leave for a moment and that's okay too. So, um, you know, you might want to stand up and just say, hey, I think I'm going to go for a walk. Would anybody like to join me? Or maybe you don't want anybody to join you. That's okay too. But that's a great way to end a conversation and shift the energy while you clear your head. And let's be honest, um, some comments and questions um, don't require any acknowledgement anyway. So it's it's fine to just shut it down. And also other people in the room might be thinking, boy, this is awkward. I sure wish that somebody would do something to break up the space. <laughs> and now they have an hour. by going on a walk with you. (laughs) So I will be honest that the most frustrating part for me about having a podcast is that I want to help each of you individually with your individual concerns. And so it can be a struggle for me to talk about these things in general terms. Um, I have received amazing feedback about the content on here that you have found it helpful and that you have found it applicable. Um, But yeah, so if you have found this helpful, just speaking in general terms, just think how much growth you could experience working with me um, on a more intimate level. So just so you know, I'm going to be rolling out a coaching package on Thanksgiving Day. So be sure to tune in and see what's going on because you are going to want in. And I mean, honestly, what could be a better gift to yourself uh, for Christmas than a happier and more abundant life? I know that for me, that's always my favorite gift is something that is going to feed my mind and my soul. I love getting courses for Christmas. I love getting coaching for Christmas. So if that is something something that interests you, please come and listen on Thanksgiving day. I will be posting it here on the podcast first, and then I will probably be posting on Black Friday on uh, Facebook and Instagram so that you can have access to that. Just be aware that space will be limited. And so if you have been wanting to dig a little bit deeper, uh, listen in next week and see if the offering is one that interests you and um, let's get things going. Um, Also, my website will be relaunching that day. So then you will be able to easily uh, log on to book private sessions as well if you would like that. Uh, But again, space will be limited, especially during the holidays. So I highly encourage you to check here on the podcast Thanksgiving Day or on Facebook or Instagram on Black Friday and see what is available because it is going to be awesome and I cannot wait to share it with you. So just to recap, you can absolutely make the holidays a magical time. Yes, I said magical. There will be the manuals that pop up, but you are now mindful enough that you can navigate those and it will make it a magical time. So no matter how your family and friends are going to choose to show up, you have it in your power to make this the best holiday ever. I look forward to hearing from you. I hope you have a magnificent week and I will, uh, yeah, I'll let you know what's going on next week for Thanksgiving and I can't wait. Enjoy your feast. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. See you now.